All right, guys, we are back for another episode of the Babbles Nonsense podcast, teaming up with me and you and her podcast. So today we have a short one, but a good one for you. We are talking all about mindset and is it bullshit? Is being pessimistic versus optimistic an actual thing? Or are we all just realist and leaning towards a more pessimistic versus optimistic outlook? Find out in today's episode with the ever so knowledgeable mean you. Welcome back, guys, to another episode with my most favorite podcast host, Jonna. Well, you're my most favorite, too. Hi, welcome back. We just flow when we talk and we just we never prepare. We just like literally just now before recording, we were just like, oh, what do we talk about? Oh, this is coming up. OK, this is like the hot topic. And that that and then we just start we just hit record and then it just flows. Well, it works that you're the wealth of knowledge and I'm just a very inquisitive person. So when you say something, it makes me go, oh, well, that brings me to this point. So please let me ask you this. And I truly just love talking to you to learn because I I truly feel like anything that you could seriously start a cult because anything that you would say, I would be like, yes, I'll do it. (laughs) (laughs) You're so funny. Yeah. We, we, we want to talk about like all the things that like people are like, probably thinking about but are probably afraid to say it or you know don't want to like inquire about it because they can't get an answer for it whatever that is and you know like John has been through a lot in her life I've been through a lot in my life so obviously we've learned a thing or two from our experiences so today we're really here to like talk about mindset is like is mindset a real thing is like a positive mindset, a real thing is negative mindset, a real thing, optimism, pessimism, and all of that stuff. Yes, that's what I wanted to talk about. Because I used to be which I still can tend to veer more towards the pessimistic side of thoughts. And I have a lot of optimistic friends and family. And it's like, it's really contrasting when you talk to someone who's very, very optimistic, and you're very, very pessimistic. Because then you're obviously your viewpoints are just completely kaput. But then I remember working with you and I was like, well, let me just try. I used to be like, well, I'm not pessimistic. I'm a realist. Like, I don't I just keep it real. Like bad things are going to happen to people. Like, why do bad things always happen to good people? And I remember you being like, well, they don't. (laughs) You're like, you're kind of manifesting that in your life. And I was like, that can't be true. And of course, how I work and how I operate, sometimes I like and very standoffish, might get a little upset, walk away, think about it. I'm like, what is it true? Let me, is it? And I'll think about it and I'll come back and I'm like, okay, listen, you were right. I was wrong. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times, like anybody that's listening, I can't tell you how many times Jonna has like (laughs) totally contradicted like what I said, but we never take it personally. Like I contradict her. She contradicts me. We don't take it personally because I know she's like a very introspective person. I know that, okay, after the session, She's probably going to be like <laughs> sending me a walk or saying, okay, by the way, I thought about it. <laughs> yeah. Every time all my friends get those messages too. I'll be like, we could have like a throw down yelling, screaming match and I'll walk away and I'll come back and I'm like, okay, listen, here's what it is. I'm sorry. Cause I was completely wrong, I was, I but I can do about- that. Like, I don't yeah, care to say I was wrong. Yeah, exactly. If I don't trigger you at all, what kind of a life coach am I? I'm just kidding. Like, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 
Hey, you got to bring up the triggers to work through them. And if I can, if, if that's the difference when I worked with you versus therapy, like I would always say I was fine. And then I would also be like, there's nothing to talk about this week. There's nothing to talk about this week. And I would start doing that with you. And you'd be like, oh, really? Well, what about this situation? And I would be like, oh, that just really pisses me off. <laughs> She's like, okay, you're clearly triggered. We're going to start there. Let's talk about that. <laughs> Yeah, that's so funny. Yeah. So like, you know, Jonna brought up a very interesting topic today, guys. It's like, she 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 really wants to talk about it, this like positive mindset thing and this like pessimistic thing. Is that a real thing? So, and it's so interesting that we're having this conversation, Jonna, because I tell everybody around me that I'm a realist. <laughs> I don't consider myself an optimist. I consider myself a realist leaning to optimism. See, and I consider myself a realist leaning towards <laughs> pessimism. <laughs> and, you know, and it's so interesting because I feel like even that is like a trauma response. Even that comes from deeply rooted subconscious programs because it's just like literally not trusting God or universe to to favor you or to which we you- know that I have control issues. Yeah, control issues too for sure. You know, like definitely <laughs> if you talk about the elephant in the room, you know. I mean, let's just call it like I say it. I have control issues. Any of my friends listening to this are like, "Yep, spot on." <laughs> yeah. So it's it's like um, we're going to talk about everything, right? So is positive thinking helpful? Is positive thinking real? Is positive thinking impactful? The answer is definitely yes. Like if you are listening to this and if you're consciously saying, okay, tomorrow I'm not going to complain and I'm only going to talk about good things and I'm going to talk about things that help me. I'm going to talk about growth. I'm going to say nice things to people around me. If you are that intentional, 1000%, you will notice a big shift in your energy. You will notice a big shift in the way you operate, how you look at people, how people look at you, everything will shift. But I'm also going to be a realist for just like five seconds and be like, is that even sustainable? Right. I mean, there are people that have done that. You know, there are people that Every day set intentions and they're like, okay, I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to do this. But let me ask you this question. What are you going to do if shit hits the fan? Freak out. Yeah, literally. Like you could be going to work with a very, very positive mindset saying, I'm going to be nice to everybody. I'm going to, you know, like I'm going to be nice to myself. I'm going to show up like this. And then somebody might piss you off. Somebody might say something that that will absolutely trigger you that you don't expect. And so are you going to continue to remain quote-unquote positive is that authentic is that fake are you faking it till you make it you know there's a lot of questions around that so can you fake it till you make it well and that also brings up a topic like even if you do quote-unquote fake it till you make it or you or if you actually are really pissed off that someone ruined your optimistic day you may then start feeling guilty internally saying i'm supposed to be feeling positive because i'm turning over this whole new leaf yeah and I know I was doing that a lot. I was like, well, I'm supposed to be feeling positive. I'm supposed to be doing all this energy work, but I'm just mad as hell and pissed off at the world. Yep. 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 And I think that's so, I'm so glad you brought it up. I'm so glad because I talk about it all over my Instagram. If you guys don't follow me, please follow me. I'll follow you back. I <laughs> mean, um, and I talk a lot about emotional regulation and, you know, toxic positivity and all those things, because basically society has programmed all of us it's very high for women. Actually, it's very high for men. It's higher for women in a different way. 
for women, it's more like, don't be too sensitive, you know, like, like whatever, whatever, like if people give you shit, just take it. It's like that, you know, for a man, it's like, don't feel your feelings. What are feelings anyway? You're a man, you know, it's like different kind of programs, but we are fundamentally and inherently programmed to feel positive all the time. Like that, that is a condition that is given to us by society. So what happens is, when we adapt to the these things, which is like, oh, positive thinking, I have to adapt to this, I have to like set intentions every day, I only have to feel positive. And like what, what Jonah says, when when something happens, and you don't feel it, the first emotion that comes is defeat. Yep. It's like failure. It's like, oh, I failed, because I told myself I would do this, and I'm not doing this. Mm-hmm. And then the second is like you said, guilt, and probably shame on top of that. And then probably you'll start building a story of judgments, saying I'm not good enough. And this is why. And you literally now like you, you've built a whole story around why you're not able to be positive all the time, right? Well, let me tell you this, you're a human, and you're going to have a human freaking experience which means you're not going to be happy all the time. You're not going to be like ecstatic all the time. And you're definitely not going to be positive all the time. And if the more you try to fake it until you make it, the more miserable you're going to feel. Right. Agreed. So is it true that you like, would you say these mindsets are real or would you say it's more of everyone's a realist and leans more towards one way or the other? I think everybody's a realist. I think a lot has to do with subconscious programs. You know, I think a lot has to do with your energy. Like there are, let me put it this way. There are some people that are inherently more positive. Mm-hmm. I mean, my some- aunt's one of them. My aunt literally is so positive about everything, but yeah. she also has a lot of trust and a lot of faith in God. She's very spiritual and she right. trusts that everything is going to work out. Like, she, and, and I've always been like the opposite because I, I wasn't raised in church and I'm not saying it's, I mean, I go to church now, but before in my childhood, like if something was going to go wrong, it went wrong. So I grew up thinking, well, all this bad shit happens anyway. So let me just automatically assume it's going to happen. So I'm not shocked by it. Exactly. So you see, it came from a lot of the programs from the past. It came from a lot of the programs from the childhood that, okay, it's going to happen anyway. Maybe your aunt didn't have similar programs. Maybe she had different programs. Maybe she had a different atmosphere where it wasn't like that, right? So a lot has to do with that, you guys. Like, you know, I'm a realist leaning towards slightly more optimistic because of the programming, because of the home that I grew up in, you know, it was fairly a happy home. And, you know, I didn't, I didn't have a lot of childhood traumas. I had a lot of traumas in my teenage and adulthood, but in my childhood, which is very foundational, it was happy, you know, it was overall, it was a decent experience. So right that really matters. And that really like shapes your fundamental energy as to how you show up right now, right? Whether you're a positive person, some people are just inherently more positive. Some people may not even have the childhood to back it up with, but they just are positive, which is great for them. It works out for them. You know, some people are inherently very, very pessimistic because they have, they have tried to be positive and somebody has failed them more Mm -hmm. than one time. So as a defense mechanism, they've adapted to this mentality that I'd rather think that it's not going to happen so that I can control that outcome even when it doesn't happen. I'm glad you just said that because I was sitting here thinking and I had the biggest epiphany as you were talking and I was waiting because I have a really bad habit of interrupting people. But 
I was like, this is where my control issues come from. Like mm-hmm. I always had to feel, I felt as a child that I, if I didn't control the situation, bad shit was going to happen. Yep. And the, I just, I love how you just said, like a lot of the, the negative side comes from that control, like that lack of control, because I remember like being a kid and like if shit hit the fan, like, like I said, if I, if I didn't put things in motions to where I could like either backtrack it, control it, manipulate it, then it was going to really hit the fan. Yep. So you learned that at a very young age. Yes. And that, that belief, believe it or not, gave you an illusion of safety and protection. Yes. I like to say an illusion because it's not real, but it made you feel like that temporarily. So you adapted to that belief for a very long time. You and know, I think I'm, if I could just let go of my control in my adulthood, I think I would become more of a positive person and a lot of my problems would be solved. Right, exactly. So <laughs> it, it's very much like sometimes you just have to address the elephant in the room. Yeah. If you're, you know, like you're listening to this and you're thinking, damn, that's me. Like I'm pessimistic. Like I'm hypervigilant. I'm always waiting for the other shoe to freaking drop. And many of my clients, you know, come to me for that, you know, because they they experience that at a core level. They're like waiting for the other shoe to drop. Even when good things happen, they complain. When bad things happen, they complain. When good things happen, they complain because they're like, oh, when is it not right? Like, going to continue? When is it going to change? When is something going to happen? Right. And let me tell you this, right? You're doing it as, like I said, as a form of control. And when you're doing that, you're thinking that you're safe, but you're unconsciously manifesting that reality over and over again. Which makes a lot of sense, like sitting here talking to you, because like, even though I brought this up, I was not thinking the conversation was going to go this way. Like it's literally having me go, damn, like I got a lot of work to do. (laughs) But um, like, even with the negative side of things, like, or being positive, like I can give an example of, I used to like in school or work where people would do contests or things like that. Like I would always be like, well, I'm not going to win this. Like I never win anything. I'm the most unluckiest person in the, in the world, that kind of thinking, which then like, I know me and you have talked and I know we're not talking about manifestation necessarily on this, but I know saying those things out loud and being repetitive, I am manifesting that. And I would never win. Like, it wasn't like I, like I would then be surprised and win and be like, Oh my God, what? I won. Like, it was like, I never won anything like contests or like prizes in school when you're doing all these things. And I was just like, it makes so much sense hearing it now. And then looking back on it and going, Oh, because I have a different viewpoint. Like I am trying to lean more optimistic after working with you. And so now looking back, it's all kind of clicking together. Yeah. And you know, it's so interesting you say that even with athletes, even before the race begins or even before anything happens with the actual day of the race, they, the coaches of the athletes always have them visualize what would happen after they won and feeling the feelings of how it would be in the body after they won, because Mm -hmm. it's, it's actually a manifestation hack. It's like bridging realities together. It's also to shift your mindset into, oh my God, what if I win? So it's like, is switching you more into that. It's like tricking your brain to thinking that you've already won. So yeah. it makes the process actually work more, like work more effectively. But we're, like I said, we're not talking about manifestation, but the reason I brought it up is because everything, every matter that we are like experiencing right now, the chair that you're sitting on, the headphones that you're wearing, it is created by thought. It's literally created by somebody thought it, And then they thought they could do it. 
and then they did it. If they right. sat there saying, I'm thinking it, I'm not going to be able to do that. Then nothing, nothing that we experience in creation right now would be there. Right. That, I mean, it's true. Like when you put it like that, it's kind of like, how can you argue the fact of manifestation? Because all of the, all, all the inventions, like you said, around you have been manifested at some point and then they had to work hard and put it into motion. Exactly. So is mindset real? Is positive thinking real? Absolutely. But are you going to fake it? Like, are you feeling like crap and you're trying to be positive? And are you feeling bitter that you can't master that process? Then I'm sorry, you have to talk to the elephant in the room then. If you're listening to this and you have a lot of like trauma and you're struggling to feel positive, stop like adapting to these like affirmations and fake positivity and you know, stop doing all that and get right to doing the work, which is address the elephant in the room, work with a good ass coach, like a really good coach that will help you get to the root of what is bothering you, what are the blocks, how to release the blocks. And then once you do that, automatically, you will want to start feeling positive, you will want right. to do that for yourself, even. And that time it won't feel so fake. <laughs> that is so true because like I know I started working with you after I had my new job and I was a terror and a bitch to be around in the ER. I've mentioned that multiple times because I was so unhappy in my life that I just was literally putting that on off on anybody. But then I got a new job, switched some things around, thought it was the job, right? Like I was like, it's the job. Once I get a new job, I'm going to start thinking more positive. My life is going to change for the better. And it did to some degree, but not all the way until I started working with you because that was my mindset. It's the job. It's not me. It's the job. Right. And so right. then when I started working with you and like, I know I annoyed the shit out of my friends because every other thing out of my mouth was, Min, you said this, Min, you said this, Min, you said this. What do y'all think about this? Is this or better? And like, I'm sure they were like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I was like, but it, I turned literally, and like my friends would say that, like, like, my, like my old friends from the ER would talk to my friends that I work with now from the ER and be like, how's it like working with Jonna there? And they'd be like, she's completely 1000% different. She's like, she's a new person. And yeah. I, I like, I would tell all my new friends, like whenever, like, cause you know, we, we are who we are at a core value and there's only so much you can change cause you revert back and it's a progress. Like I know me and you have talked about it where I get down on myself. Cause you're like, Jonna, you took three steps back or three steps forward, but one back, you're still two steps ahead. That's right. that optimistic thought. My thought process being pessimistic was, but yeah. I went backwards. Right. And right. so my thing is, is like going through all of that with my friends and everything, my new friends, that is like, I, like if I, if something came up from my past or I started like kind of acting bitchy or rude or whatever, I would be like, I don't want to be that person again. I don't want to be that person again, you know, and I would tell them I'd be like, but trust me, this is way better than what I used to be. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, because I don't think you would be my friend if you knew me three years ago. And I can right. say that and I can own it and I can laugh about it now. But I remember yeah. being in it at the time. Like you didn't even know me then. I remember being so miserable and going home and crying because I put up this wall, this front where I just acted like I didn't care about anything in my professional life yeah. when I really did. And I actually am more sensitive than people give me credit for. Yeah. But I had this wall and this barrier up. And so I would come home crying from work and I would be like, why was I rude today? Why was I, why can't I just get my shit together and not be rude? Why can't I be positive? Why can't started the whole affirmation? None of it worked until I worked with you to remove those blocks. Right. Literally. It's so funny. You say that when I'm onboarding a client and I think I did this with Jonna too. 
And I think the first question I ask is, are you doing any type of meditation? Are you doing affirmations? Please stop that right now. <laughs> yeah. And Donald, she's looking at me like I was crazy. <laughs> I was like, I'm not supposed to repeat to myself 10 times, like how beautiful I am. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, if you don't believe it, nothing's going to sink in. Your brain is too damn intelligent to adapt affirmations that you really don't feel like in your body that you don't believe deep down it's not going to get in so right. it's like so yes positive thinking works but at the same time toxic positivity fake it till you make it it's just going to derail your process it's going to you're going to be wasting a bunch of time trying to do all that and self-help and things like that and you're not going to be able to like get to the root of it and clear the issue which is the elephant in the room which is if you're not happy then you got to talk about that first and then clear that from your body so that you can start letting the other feelings come in. Right. Agreed. So it is. So that's, I mean, essentially that is what the podcast is, is like, sure, mindset is real, but you have to get through your own self damnation first. No, absolutely. It's like, and I think I gave you this example, like when we started working together, which is like, and, and you guys listening to this, just picture this for me, right? Just picture this for fun. It's like you have a closet. It is full of clothes and it is all the clothes that you've worn throughout your life. And you're looking at it and you're like, damn, I have so many clothes. I don't like any of them anymore. I don't fit into any of them anymore. I'm not happy with these clothes, right? So you have an option. You're not happy with the clothes. You can go and buy new clothes. But my question is, where are you going to put it? Right. There is no space in your closet to put it. So it is the same thing with positive thinking. It is the same thing with installing new beliefs and new lifestyle and new patterns is you have to clear your closet, which is you have to clear the old patterns out. So there is room for new things to come in. It is the law of vacuum, just like law of gravity. You have to create space and the vacuum has to be there so that it can be filled with something else, which is better. That's why I always say, Jonna, this or better. Yep. This or better. <laughs> right because you have to acknowledge that it's like this first which maybe it sucks but it has the capacity to be better that's what I mean when I say I'm more of a realist but leaning optimistically which is yeah realist like this fucking sucks sometimes I say that when things happen but I'll yeah. be like well, is there an opportunity for it to be better is that an opportunity for me to see this better is there an opportunity for me to learn from this better and grow from this and not repeat this. Yes, absolutely yes for everything, right? Yeah, I agree. So, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. This was a short and a quick one, but a very like efficient one on mindset that we really wanted to get in. And Jonna, thank you so much for bringing it up because you just bring up the best <laughs> freaking subjects. <laughs> well, it's usually what I'm going through at the moment. So. <laughs> what better than your own case study, right? I know. Well, thank you so much, guys. If you really liked our collab, go to Babel's Nonsense Podcast, leave her a review, you know, go to my podcast, leave me a review if you want us to make more content like this. And we're also doing, you know, free life coaching for people that want their questions to be answered that can't afford therapy or coaching at this point, and you're going through something, you know, feel free to email me at transcendencebyminu at gmail.com. If you or your friends are going through something too, we can totally keep it anonymous and just do some free coaching on the podcast for them. And yeah, that's about it. And we will see you guys really soon.
One thing that I wanted to mention about the emails, if you want your name anonymous, please make sure that you say, keep me anonymous or, or sign it anonymous. Yeah. Just so we know not to say your name. Yeah. Unless you want your name, put, put yep. your name in there. Yeah. Yeah. That's a very, very good point. Well, thank you so much, guys. And we're going to do more of this collab. I love collaborating with this gorgeous soul. <laughs> Same and to you, girl. Yes. And we will talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Right, bye. Bye.